Hey listeners, welcome back. Uh, it's Kat again and I'm here for season two, episode two of the Panty Deal podcast. This one is called Demystifying Fetishes for Panty Lovers and Newcomers. So as the title shows, we are today talking all about fetish. So last episode I talked about how to boost yourselves when you think you're done. Um, yeah, it was a really great episode, really trying to help sellers uh, revitalize their business. So if that sounds like you and you haven't listened to it yet, please go ahead and have a listen. You can find it on our magazine on the website. But yeah, as promised in this season, we're exploring more, more, more issues around fetish and sexuality and new perspectives. So that's why we've decided to do fetishes in this episode. Because frankly, that's why we're all here. They use panty fetishes. But despite the fact that they use underwear fetishes, is what's bringing us all together here. Well, not most, a lot of sellers on Pantadil don't really know anything about the fetish itself. What the fetish is, where it comes from, um, maybe even what fetishes actually are, like what's the definition of fetishes, that kind of stuff. And that's what we're going to talk all about today. So yeah, panty selling is is definitely a misunderstood thing. If you're a seller, you might have experienced judgment for selling your underwear, or you might just not tell anyone about it. You know, you might just hide your business from your friends or your family. It's quite common, but I think it's it's super important to talk about these kind of things and make them open and kind of understand what the, what the business is about and really remove remove shame, remove, remove taboo, that type of thing. So to get today, we're going to talk about all of this and more. We're going to talk about what these panty fetish is, its popularity, its history, some of the psychology behind it. But we're also going to talk about one of the other most common famous fetish objects, which is feet. Yep, we're going to go very, very far into feet. <laughs> By the end of this podcast, you'll be fetish gurus. And not only that, hopefully you'll, if you're a seller, hopefully you'll at least know a bit more about the industry you're involved in and, and feel informed. So to start with, the main question on everyone's minds, what actually is a fetish? So I'm going to go quite official here. So sexual or erotic fetishism is it just means a sexual fixation on a non-living object which if you're able to experience or hold this object um, you're able to receive sexual gratification from it so people who people who have these will often believe that they have to have you know or just hold or see this object in order to orgasm so basically a sexual a fetish or and specifically a fetish object the object that is fetishized it's just something that really 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 turns you on <laughs> yeah maybe you're now you're now thinking your own, thinking about your own fetishes. We all, we all have them. What makes these fetishes, as opposed to just normal kind of desires, is the fact that the the object of the fixation is something that's not normally perceived as sexual. And again, obviously, that's hard to say what's what's normal. We all have general general beliefs around that, and that the fascination with this object is very very extreme so it's more than just a you know oh I kind of like feet or you know I'm not totally grossed out by feet if you have a foot fetish you're you really really like feet <laughs> to a very very extreme extent and that's that's what makes it a fetish and also with feet the fact that they're not typically a sexual part of the body you know they're not an erotic zone they're not genitalia yeah they're outside the norms which is not what makes them a fetish object to people who you really, really love feet. To explain it differently, for example, if you really, really love boobs, which many of us do because they're wonderful, it doesn't mean you have a boob fetish. One, because they're very common objects of sexual desire. I think, you know, anyone who is sexually attracted to, to women finds boobs a real turn on because, you know, they're kind of a sign of femininity. They make the female body the female body as opposed to male, all that kind of stuff. And then two, because for your love for boobs to be a fetish, 
it would have to be, you know, like, like I said, a really, really extreme love of boobs. You'd have to, I don't know, have boobs plastered all over your walls and think about them every second of every day and, you know, tattoo yourself with boobs, all that kind of stuff. It would have to be like really, really extreme. But like I said, I don't think it's possible to even have a boob fetish because they're not an object that's that's not normally sexualized. Lots of people, as I said, do have sexual fetishes or in other words, uh, kinks. And yeah, and they're defined as fetishes because they're out of the ordinary. So you might have heard about kinky sex and wondered what that is. Obviously, that's related to fetishes. You know, someone, you would describe someone having kinky sex because they're having sex that's just outside what, you know, in quote marks, normal sex, the normal sex people are having. But obviously that raises the question of just what on earth is normal these days? You know, I think everyone knows about, you know, maybe has experienced some some choking in sex or you know spanking role playing light bondage all that kind of stuff is actually really common these days and also really openly spoken about so frankly normal's not really a thing anymore and also everyone who's maybe not not been living under a rock or who's watched around as a new black will have heard of these panty fetish as well. So fetishes are definitely in the mainstream. Um, a 2016 study actually found that 75% of people admitted to having a sexual fetish. Yeah, and that's not really that surprising when you think about just how many there are out there. And this study also actually found that 61% of people said that they felt there was a stigma attached to fetish, which is quite interesting. So some of the most popular fetishes out there, alongside the ones we're going to talk about today, are BDSM, uh, voyeurism, which is when you get turned on by watching others, uh, particularly during sexual acts, doing sexual things. Also exhibitionism, which is kind of the opposite of that. It's when people are turned on by being watched whilst having sex or doing sexual acts. Yeah, I mean, many studies have tried to figure out why people have fetishes and where they come from. As with a lot of psychological studies and studies of the brain and people, um, there's rarely conclusions reached because, you know, it's kind of impossible to say where a fetish comes from. There's so many different factors, but we are, we will today give some of the most common theories. So don't worry, you won't be leaving clueless. There is actually one belief that men tend to have fetishes more than women because men in general are more turned on by visual stimuli, which means they're more turned on by, by what they see. I kind of think that maybe that's why men tend to watch porn more than women but again that's me speculating who knows and so to our first fetish um the used panty fetish or underwear fetishism so if you're just starting to sell your panties on panty deal you might have absolutely no idea about the fetish you might just have joined panty deal to to make some money or to have fun meet people whatever and of course you can do those things and, and you can do them successfully but it is actually really important to yeah, to know about know about what you're doing and why you're doing it and maybe to think about where your customers are coming from and what what's what, what their motives are. So the used panty fetish set has actually been around for years. And like I said, it's one of the one well, it is one of the most common fetishes out there. But as with most fetishes, it does feel a bit taboo. It's not often talked about, it's not really celebrated. Some people might think it's a bit weird. Again, that, that makes it all the more important to demystify and to talk about it. It's just like, you know, choking, spanking, role play, whatever a fetish is. So is buying and enjoying of used panties and sometimes selling it, um, selling your used panties to buyers can be, you know, a form of fetish itself. If you, if you enjoy that act and if you enjoy or get kind of sexual pleasure out of selling your panties and, you know, imagining the person who buys them. Uh, a survey not that long ago of thousands of people actually found that around 10% of people admitted to having an underwear fetish. I mean, when you think about the fact that it, that means if you had, you know, 100 people in a room, you know, maybe you were a gig or something like that, 10 people would have an underwear fetish. That's actually quite a lot. Um, more than, I think, more than I initially thought. But actually, you know, there's 
so there's thousands and thousands and thousands of buyers on Pantadil and, and similar sites. So again, yeah, that just shows that there is a really popular fetish. There's lots of people are interested in that kind of thing. Yeah. So what is a used panty fetish? To start with, someone with a used panty fetish is someone who gets sexual excitement from used panties as an as an object, as a as a thing. And the fetish can involve touching, holding, smelling these, sometimes just looking at a photo of them is a turn on. Sometimes watching somebody put used panties on, take them off can be can be part of the turn on part of the fetish for a lot of used panty fetishes it begins private in in adolescence and teenagers yes stealing panties out of a laundry basket is maybe a bit of a cliche but it's actually probably more common than you think it's a lot of people's early stories when they talk about how they their fetish began generally the used panty fetish is is linked to a wider, a wider fetish someone will have for like undergarments in general so that includes stockings bras pantyhose sometimes even socks which also can link to the fifth fetish we will go into later um, but the actual buying, buying and selling officially of used panties began and became really popular in Japan in the 1990s and it was called Busera B-U-R-U-S-E-R-A yeah and these shops then popped up all over Japan and there was actually vending machines too which actually still exist in Japan give it a quick google maybe you've even seen some in your travels yeah and, and in these fetishes could buy packaged fresh used underwear from girls and it would often come alongside details about the girl about the underwear and even a photo of the girl who'd worn them so for decades private transactions have been taking place you know kind of on, on the internet that kind of thing and only in recent years have marketplaces like Pantadale actually popped up to kind of enable buyers and sellers to connect in a more simple way and make these transactions safer for everyone easier but yeah I mean when you're first thinking about the fetish and you might you don't know much about it you might wonder how can someone get sexual pleasure out of a pair of old undies it could seem super weird to you firstly like I said we can never really know what gets people off you know we're turned on by such strange things sometimes you just do and you can't really explain it but actually if you dig a bit deeper there is pretty solid reasoning behind these underwear fetish so firstly underwear is actually very very sexy underwear is gorgeous you know like strip teasers everything you know underwear itself is beautiful for most people watching their partner or their lover look just looking at them in their underwear is really sexy it's, it's a turn on in itself and the underwear is, is part of that, you know, the shape of it and how it fits from the body, all that kind of stuff. It's not uncommon um, for couples actually to wear each other's underwear as a kind of sexy game or foreplay. And I think definitely leaving, leaving your used panties in your lover's bedroom after, you know, a really wonderful night of passion is exciting, you know, but why? Why is it exciting? Sometimes just the fabric and the shape and the design of the underwear can be a turn on, you know, especially if you're a woman and like underwear shopping is one of the funnest things ever. Buying buying new underwear makes you feel amazing. Think about all the lace and the silk and all the flattering shapes you can find. Like they're just very, very pretty. Really like nice, nice objects to hold, nice objects to feel, whatever. But also panties are sexy because of where they are on your body. Um, we wear them under our clothing, which makes them, you know, secret and, and hidden, mysterious. They also cover and touch our most intimate and kind of sexual areas, the most intimate and sexual areas of our body, our genitalia, our butt. It's this aspect of panties that most fetishists get off on. Most fetishists, a pair of used panties holds the scent of like a gorgeous woman's body. You know, it's been close to, in close proximity to the vagina and the butt and that's 
yeah, and that's an incredibly sexy thought or something to fantasize about. So for a used panty fetishist, being able to hold and smell these used panties from a woman they desire or think is gorgeous makes them feel close to that woman, make a fantasy, you know, greater, more enjoyable. But yeah, just a way to feel, way to feel connection. Also, being turned on by smell is one of the most natural, instinctive human things there is. You probably know about pheromones. We're physically and sexually attracted to people. Sometimes buy pheromones alone you know and if you can't really imagine what that's like you know just try to imagine the the smell of the hair of your of your lover you know it smells like the most amazing thing in the world and that's that's your pheromones you know drawing them to you just through smell pheromones are how mammals communicate that they're fertile and sexually ready so so there's kind of a reason that the smell of used panties is going to be sexy and, and just enjoyable and nice but aside from that what we smell could just be a strong trigger for memory smelling a pair of used panties can sometimes just remind people of the act of sex which is which is then arousing or it can remind them of their partner's body or of amazing time sexually they had in the past and again all of these can cause sexual excitement so it's for that reason as well uh, as i mentioned earlier that underwear fetish doesn't stop at panties so for the same reason that use panties are a turn on the smell the intimacy and proximity to the female body um their shape color etc it's for that reason that stockings tights bras etc similar items of clothing are also part of the fetish and also a turn on so if you're enjoying selling used panties on panty deal but maybe you've only sold you've sold is used panties you could think about other items you want to sell you know because if you're enjoying the idea of it and getting a bit of a thrill out of it then then go further you know maybe chat to some of your buyers and see if they're interested in your bras or tights you know anything anything like that you never know what people are kind of curious about inside their minds and what they might want to explore and what you can help them explore and explore with them and finally in answer to a really big question people might have about a used panty fetish is no, it's not strange or bad to have an underwear fetish. No way. Uh, as long as there's, you know, respect and consent involved in a, in a transaction of used underwear, there's definitely nothing wrong with it. As long as everyone's happy and everyone's comfortable, it's just an exploration, celebration of a different part of sexuality, frankly. Yeah, people who are engaging in this fetish are just exploring themselves and just and enjoying new things that other people are maybe scared to try. If you're, if you're listening and you're curious about it, maybe it's best to... Start with finding people to talk to about it, open up to about it. If you don't know anyone immediately in your friendship circles, maybe you can try fetish communities online or, you know, you can talk to people on Pantydale, on the chat. Met loads of members are really amazing and really willing to help and really chat. So again, if this sounds like you, share your desires, talk about it, whatever. And hopefully at least now you feel I have informed you about the used underwear fetish. <laughs> I, I really, really hope so. And now turning to our second fetish of, of the episode, foot fetishism. Okay, some of you might be thinking, feet, gross. Uh, I know my feet aren't personally my favourite part of my body. I actually often shy away from anyone touching my feet. They are <laughs> not not my favourite part of myself. But for some people, feet are a real, real turn-on. People with a foot fetish get sexual pleasure and excitement from looking at, touching, holding, massaging, whatever. Another name for foot fetishism is podophilia. So alongside these panty fetishes, foot fetish is is one of the most common, as I said. One study actually found one in seven people have had a sexual fantasy in which feet or toes played a big part. And it's more common in men than men and women. There's actually quite a few famous famous feet fetishes in the media. Quentin Tarantino has a very non-secret foot fetish. If you ever watch any of his films, there's always lots of women doing things with feet. <laughs> Feet get a lot of a lot of screen time for Tarantino. Also Enrique Iglesias. 
had to admit to having a foot fetish. Pharrell Williams, Elvis Presley. Yeah, actually loads more. But where does foot fetish come from? Again, it's one of those, as I meant, like, but again, the main question on everyone's minds, where does the foot fetish come from? Because it can seem super weird if you're not into feet as a thing. But some studies think that a foot fetish is a learned behaviour. To explain this, someone might have had a partner who who stimulated their genitals with their feet. This could have led to a really great orgasm. And if you didn't have a foot fetish before that, you might, from that experience, desire it to be repeated and, you know, come to associate feet with sexual pleasure. And then that way, you know, a foot fetish can be born. Other studies suggest that those who adore others' feet might have sexually submissive tendencies. I mean, we all know the phrase worshipping at someone's feet. So I guess it's not uncommon uncommon for those with a foot fetish to ask a partner to treat them, you know, to kind of to dominate them. And, and if you have a foot fetish and you love massaging feet, for example, that's a kind of, yeah, a desire to, a desire to serve someone else. So, yeah, it's associated with that, which is part of BDSM. Actually not that uncommon for those with a foot fetish to ask a partner to treat them like an actual foot rest i saw that online not long ago which sounds kind of wonderful i think to use someone as a foot rest maybe i'll try it out i'll let you know how it goes so as with the used panty fetish i think a part of this fetish can be explained quite easily uh so to, because to some foot fetishes feet feet are just beautiful and they're just beautiful objects beautiful parts of the body so in the way as i mentioned someone to someone boobs might be beautiful hair might be really beautiful eyes might be beautiful to others feet i think are in that same bracket they're beautiful in that same way a fit fetish just takes this kind of adoration of the body part to the next level and if you if you don't think you are fit you are a fit fetishist but you do like to have your feet fondled or massaged you are definitely not alone feet are a very powerful sensory body part that we actually have around 200 nerve endings in the sole of each foot which is kind of insane but that is why foot massages do generally feel really really good and why it's actually maybe not that surprising for foot foot stuff to be involved with sex stuff it actually makes total sense foot fetishists long-term foot fetishists will tend to have favorite kind of parts of the feet or types of feet and this varies just as it will vary who people are just attracted to in general so some people might really prefer big feet wide feet some people might like really dainty feet some people might be attracted to really clean feet some people might like really dirty feet um polished unpolished toenails whatever some people just you know they'll just figure out what they like and and their tastes will go from there and some foot fetishes objects as i mentioned like socks shoes and tights become objects of desire and arousal due to their association with feet for loads of people the smell of feet is actually a real turn on often the more potent the potent the better which is yeah that could have saved me a lot of trouble <laughs> Yeah, and the ways people often enjoy a foot fetish depends just on the on how comfortable they are and maybe how how willing they find partners to be, that kind of stuff. Some people, as I said, just enjoy touching or massaging feet or having their own feet touched or massaged. But people with a foot fetish tend to like to be the ones holding the feet and, and touching the feet, doing doing the touching, if that makes sense. Some like to kiss feet or suck them, lick them. Some people actually enjoy incorporating feet into sex. Um, so you can... You could use feet to stimulate genitals, maybe like, you know, to touch nipples, that kind of thing. Some people actually use toes for penetration, which I find very interesting, frankly. 
if you're curious about exploring the foot fetish but the idea of toe penetration freaks you out don't worry i think that's very understandable because as i said with the underwear fetish if you're curious about something just you know find a co- partner you're comfortable with talk about it and just just try things out you know try a little foot massage try then you could try some foot stimulation just see how it goes see what you both like yeah see where it takes you and just enjoy stuff because fetishes they're all about enjoyment and exploration and gratification and and breaking down those taboos and those boundaries so there's really just loads to explore so it feels like we've covered quite a lot in this episode but really we've only scraped the surface of fetish i'm sure i could have gone into way more detail on all this all of these things maybe in some later, later episodes we could actually talk to people with these fetishes who could be yeah super interesting hopefully listeners you now have clued up about what a fetish is about how fairy they can be and they, how many of them are there are uh, how common they are and hopefully if you're in the panty selling industry on panty still you now feel like you understand these panty fetish more yeah and um, what you're doing which makes more sense to you and maybe you can start to enjoy it more as well uh, and feel less shame about it around it if that is something that you feel and also you feel like you can understand and talk to your customers you more you know and if if you feel like you understand them then when you're having conversations they'll they'll be able to sense that and it'll be a really you know use underwear transactions will just be a nicer process for all of you. fetishes are in general they're they're exciting and like i said they're they exist as as you know ways in which people explore themselves and sen- their sensations and their sexuality and overall just the more openly we talk about them the better i think everyone should be talking about this stuff to be honest society would be way more chilled out and, and satisfied i think so as usual definitely keep checking our magazine for regular content on everything sex and fetish news panty interviews and also if you're thinking to yourself oh i have a weird fetish or i have you know a certain fetish that i'm curious about or i want to learn more about or or you've just heard of a fetish maybe that you that you also want to know more about please please let us know um you could appear on our next podcast or you know we're always open to ideas for content for our podcasts. Maybe have some testimony or maybe an experience, maybe just, just a question. But if that's you, please write to us at pr at pantydeal.com. We'll respond as soon as we can. We are always listening and always ready to answer your questions and help in any way we can. So this has been season two, episode two. Thank you so much for listening. This is Kat again and see you next time.